Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Great to have you along. Boy, what a what a last hour. What a 5 o'clock follies we had today. But that's in the rear view. Uh, now we look ahead to the fourth and final hour, the Bobby Mack Show here on Tuesday, the bonus hour. And uh, it is open for you to join us. All you need to do is grab the phone and give me a call using the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number, 71307. <laughs> that call from Margie, just absolutely classic. Uh, people on the text line agreeing. Uh, uh, Bobby Mack, Margie is my hero. Uh, texter says, hey, Bob, Margie is every Democrat's worst nightmare, black and informed enough not to buy their BS. Uh, Bobby didn't think it was possible, but uh, Margie is more fun even than Rose. Uh, another texter says, uh, thanks so much, Bobby, for the lucky pup plug. My lucky pup rescued me. Disabled vet. My pleasure. Uh, Bobby, your neighbors in Simpsonville love you, Margie. Thank you for your conservative values. Yeah, there's a great American. To the phones we go, uh, beginning, uh, let me see, beginning with Gene, who is in Greenville. Hi, hi Gene, and welcome to the show. Good evening, Bobby. Uh, but just a, a quick comment before I go into my topic. Yeah. Yeah, by Janet Yellen, right? Boy, by the time she gets going, well, it's going to be a whole lot of yelling, huh? You bet. You All bet. Right. You, you know, and you, and you look at this list of these proposed cabinet members for what I hope will be a non-existent cabinet, and and it's so it, it's it's Obama. Th- 3.0. It would be 2.0, but he had two terms. So this is Obama 3.0. We're recycling uh, all of these people from the Obama administration because, of course, they were so successful, right? Well, the, the, the matter isn't so much recycling as much as it is their, their dedication to, the, to what I call the neo-fascist Marxist cause. Yeah. Now, don't forget the... the uh, uh, the uh, uh, Wall Street is behind this, too. And, sure. of course, we heard that diversity announcement about the uh, boards of directors of these Wall Street corporations, which to me amounts to being nothing more than uh, uh, a movement to promote Sodom and Gomorrah. But that's another topic. Right. Now, let me go back to my, to- my initial topic uh, regarding the uh, uh, death penalty process. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 
Uh, let me go back to a man named John Ashcroft. Do you remember him? Sure. Attorney General under George W. Bush. Right. And he, he tried to sue, I don't know, it was Oregon or Washington, because they were using controlled substances, uh, opioids, etc., mm-hmm. for the process of, of doctor-assisted suicide or, uh, or self-induced suicide. Right. Because both of, one of those states, or both of them, made such a process legal, and that was in clear violation of, of federal narcotics laws. Mm-hmm. And he got shot down. He couldn't, he couldn't sue them. He was told it was none of his business. All right, now, let's go back to the situation here in South Carolina. You know, what if uh, it was stated that justice denied anywhere is justice denied everywhere? Correct. Uh, Martin Luther King, all right, fine. We're trying to pursue justice in the matter of, of, uh, of the uh, capital punishment of a murderer. Uh, you know, I, and it, this, this topic came up a couple of years ago. I don't know if it was about this particular case. Mm-hmm. I was on another station where, where I called Ben and I said, well, that, this should not be a problem. Okay, if the drug companies don't want to give, uh, 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 well, the, the prison system uh, the necessary uh, injectables, well, heavens, uh, go get heroin. You, you can buy, you can make heroin in any clinical laboratory. Yeah, people OD done. on it every day of the week. Right. Well, and I'm not trying to be facetious about this. Uh, there's a way around this. And, and the, the, uh, the host of the show kind of said, well, there goes Gene again. He's another whack ball. <laughs> you know, he's an extremist. Yeah, right. Uh, no, I'm not an extremist. Come on. Uh, and now, I think now we have an interesting situation in, uh, in Colombia. Uh, maybe, well, you tell me if I'm right or wrong. Uh, isn't there an overwhelmingly, overwhelming majority of Republicans now in the state legislatures? You are correct. Okay. Now, we ought to get on our phones and call our assemblymen and our state senators and say, it's time to rectify this situation. Uh-huh. Right. And you guys can write laws. In fact, there's a young man uh, who's in the assembly. I don't know if he's still there. Uh, was, uh, a couple of years ago, he was elected as the youngest assemblyman. And I, I, I believe he graduated from North Greenville University. Uh-huh. He proposed to bring, to bring in the death penalty by, by firing squad. Right. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yeah, and, I am. Well, yeah. well now's the time to, t- to touch these guys and say, let's rectify this situation. And I, I don't know what the legality of this is and the Constitution, uh, how it uh, fits into this, but you write a law stating that, indeed, heroin can be used or fentanyl can be used, as one of your, your mm-hmm. texters had written in. Right. If they ha- don't have access to, to get a, to a, an inducible heart attack, then let's let them go to sleep. Right. I go to go to sleep. Yep. I, I, you couldn't ask for, for an easier way to die, as far as I'm concerned. Well, and certainly, and certainly, Gene, substantially better treatment than this perpetrator uh, exhibited in murdering whoever it is in whatever case it is, uh, where, you know, uh, God only knows what kind of torture and pain they put their victim through. And here we are right. concerned about making sure we're using sanitary conditions. What, are they afraid the guy's going to get an infection before he can die? <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, I, I want to I quickly touch two, two things, if I may, very quickly. Uh, earlier in the program, a texter wrote, wrote in about uh, the coronavirus. Why did Chinese send over a virus that, would, uh, that has to... A sort of a restricted uh, lethality for the elderly. Right. Well, I, I want to inform your audience, and I told you about this before, be aware of smallpox, the mm-hmm. variola virus. Although the world has been declared uh, free of, of uh, smallpox, 
I, I don't trust the Chinese. I don't trust the Iranians. I don't trust any of those laboratories that are out in, no, uh, me uh, uh, in Asia or the, or, the, uh, or the caucuses. Somebody may have a vial there that they can uh, uh, easily grow up and, and pass around the world. Then, then Fauci will really know about lethality. You bet. A uh, real lethal disease. Yeah, you uh, bet. And now the other thing, Tim Scott, real quickly, Tim Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl Bernstein, I don't know if you reported on this, made a claim that he had uh, personal conversations with 21 senators, uh, Republican senators who uh, made it clear that they had some visceral disregard or disdain for Donald Trump. And Tim Scott was one of the names that was mentioned. Hmm. Is that true? Does Tim I, I, Scott really have a visceral hatred for, for Donald Trump? I, I want to know that answer. Because yeah. from what I can tell, it seemed to me that Donald Trump uh, uh, was very much a, uh, a champion for Tim Scott. Yes. And Tim Scott had some, uh, a, a number of laudatory comments to make. Sure. The guy, you know, I, I can understand where, where Tim is sort of a, uh, a quiet fellow and, uh, with, a, with an easy demeanor. And a, he is. New Yorkers yeah. like me and Donald Trump might, might ruffle his feathers or make him feel uncomfortable. But uh, we're not going uh, to. That doesn't make us detestable, does it? Well, the only thing I can tell you in that regard, Gene, is that uh, Tim Scott has been uh, anything but a significant presence in the forefront of defense uh, for President Trump, and you can you can take right. that for for what it's worth. So uh, I I've got to run. He's a liar. Yeah. Well, he's uh, a liar, I, right? Yeah. I, I think I think we've seen. Uh, multiple incidents of evidence of Carl Bernstein's truthfulness uh, throughout his career, uh, beginning with uh, who Deep Throat really was. Thank you, Gene. I appreciate uh, the call. Good to have you here, sir. Quarter after six on the Bobby Mac Show. I'm right back to more of your phone calls next here on the Tuesday edition on WORD. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Six twenty here on the Bobby Mac Show. Uh, it is the first Tuesday of December, and uh, the first Tuesday of each month, I'm joined by Fourth District Congressman William Timmons. Uh, we're doing it a little bit later today because of uh, other. Uh, conflicts that uh, the congressman had so he'll be joining me on the other side of the news about uh, 6 35 right now back to the phones we go heading to quentin and bringing in robert hi robert and welcome to the program hello there bob are you there yes sir i am here in in the flesh all right i didn't hear it go boing that's the reason <laughs> i wondered so the bolt is broken today uh-oh Our- 
I'll have a new silent point. Anyway, listen, Margie, great call. Should be the yes. call here. Uh, that's classic, and I loved her polite skepticism of all those that wanted to help her. Um, that was excellent. That was and classic. I, and, I believe if, if, and I believe if they had pushed her, she might have went full metal Madeira on her. Yes. Uh, I, I, know, I don't know if she had a cane. I know she had the walker, uh, but she, no matter what she may have had, uh, she was a danger to anyone who was going to intercede between her and the voting machine. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> I want to talk about A.G. Barr today. Who? Uh, yeah. Uh, Attorney General Barr. Or soon to be former Attorney General Barr. We can, but hope. No evidence, no evidence of fraud that it changed outcome of the presidential election. And uh, didn't he work with the Clintons at one time? Probably. I mean, he's he's been a uh, he's been a creature of Washington uh, for for decades. So yeah. He and he and uh, he well, and Comey he and Comey were buddies. Yeah, why? Well, yeah, yeah, figures. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Tara's been talking about him in the mornings for a long time. He had all this evidence and all this other stuff, and he was he wasn't doing nothing with it. Right. So either the dude's just lazy, or is it possible he's like the Vichy French and is collaborating, looking to surrender to the Nazis? So. Uh, that he'll he'll get treated favorably and not punished in the next regime. I don't. Well, know. there's there's a but, word uh, there's a word for people like that, Robert. He is a quizzling, and and for those not familiar yeah. with who Mister Quizzling was, you can look it up. But you already know from his actions. <laughs> yep. Well, I tell you what, I was looking at the what we're talking about. That I was looking at the um, stimulus bill today and there is no twelve hundred dollar check in it and mostly it's bailouts for cities that have uh with democratic mayors yep uh college students to delay their loans Mm -hmm. and even talking about gig workers which basically means we're going to give uh musicians and bars and stuff some money which probably we've been better off of when they've been closed anyway because we've had i think we've had less duis um at least coming home from the saloon but uh, there's nothing for the American people, and uh, unless you're unemployed. Now, if you're employed, uh, not a darn thing for you. If you're unemployed, uh, hey, hang around the house for a little while longer. Watch the view. Yeah. So that's what's coming from that. Um, Mitch McConnell has already said it's dead. And actually, uh, old Nancy didn't say anything because it hadn't got what she wanted in it. Right. So um, I'm hoping it's a major failure for uh, uh, Moscow Mittens, because he's short. He made the crack today. Uh, he said, yeah, go over to the White House. He says, yeah, I wish I was there. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. Well, we don't want your plan for America, Mitt. And, uh, my gosh, we ought to audit your church, because it sure is used as a tax write-off. And it certainly, uh, compared to Bob Jones, does a lot of discrimination these days. Don't you think it should lose it's tax-free status. Anyway, that's another road. But uh, <laughs> talking about our, the bad influence and the wearing down of people and just trying to wear us down. Yep. It's, it's here in South Carolina. There's a website in Columbia, Channel 19, uh, the CBS affiliate. 
Mm-hmm. And it is just overwrought with an Antifa, BLM, and just smart Alex in, in general toward anything that's conservative. Right. And I say, well, that makes sense because Columbia is where the money goes. Yep. Either be handed out by the pension chasers that uh, give out the money or the welfare recipients who receive the money. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a good thing that the common sense of the upstate where we make everything – uh, prevailed and that we went with the uh, with uh, the right way with Trump. Well, uh, somebody somebody's got to balance these guys off. And look about Barr, and and while we're at it, uh, let's toss Christopher Ray's name into this mix as well. You know, I can yeah. think of I can think of a good use uh, for a couple of uh, five gallon cans of gasoline spread among the top two floors of the Hoover Building. And the DOJ, I'm not talking about burning anyone alive, but I'm talking about taking out a couple of the top two floors of the so-called execs and uh, new broom sweeps clean. Yep. Uh, The FBI certainly has, uh, you know, you're wondering if uh, there's going to be some of that going on in the next, if uh, Biden And look, it's cool there's going to be a lot of... um, I regret using his name, but there's going to be a lot of McVeighs out there, and McVeigh is. There's there there and and in the rank and file of the FBI, they are some of the most quality individuals that I have ever met. Exactly. Uh, and 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 met professionally, and and yet, uh, at the top, it's not the cream that has risen. Uh, it's uh, it's it's the opposite, and. Yep. You know, as as long as as long as these individuals continue to be uh, running the uh, the top law enforcement agency in the country and the other agency that is supposed to be enforcing the laws, uh, the DOJ, as long as these people are at the top, uh, we're we're getting nowhere. You know, exactly. Why why President Trump didn't just go through and sweep out? The top two floors uh, is beyond me uh, because they are just totally uh, infested with deep staters. Exactly. And, uh, you know, it's going to have to be dealt with one way or another. One last thing before I go, all these folks that supported Biden and looking for their free stuff, I tell them, you're going to get some free stuff. It's going to be a free pair of combat boots and a free pair of uh, fatigues and three hots and a cot. Because the democratic economic plan for the past 80 years, when their socialism garbage didn't work, was start a war. So enjoy going to be in the Army or the Navy or the Marines or fighting wherever because that's the way they make their money. They are the military-industrial complex. Which, uh, Bob, which have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you, Robert. Which, uh, which president... Uh, former General Dwight Eisenhower warned us against. Well, look, you know, uh, the, the evidence is, is right there for anybody who wants to look. And what was one of the major thrusts of uh, Donald Trump's presidency? Ending the endless wars? Guarantee you. Uh, Military-industrial complex is not going to look kindly on that. And Wall Street doesn't look kindly 
on uh, what the way President Trump treated China. So you you judge you judge someone uh, by their enemies, and Trump has certainly had some powerful ones. And his friends uh, number at a minimum what seventy four million. Something like that. 629 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Annie is ready to go in the news center. When I'm back on the other side, I'm joined by Congressman William Timmons for our Tuesday with Timmons get-together. That's coming up next here on Tuesday on WORD. Howdy, welcome back. Coming up on uh, 6.36 now, 24 before 7 o'clock. It is the first Tuesday. We already are in December of 2020. And the first Tuesday of each month, I'm joined by Congressman William Timmons. And uh, we talk about uh, topical issues. Uh, No dearth of things under discussion right now, Congressman. Welcome to the program. Good to have you here. Bob, great to be with you. It's been a busy day here in D.C. I've been in uh, steering meetings for the last six hours. we got a new ranking member, Republican leader on the Armed Services Committee, uh, Mike Rogers, and on the Budget Committee, Jason Smith. So that's fresh news. Uh, top, of the, top, of the, top of the hour, right? Just came out. Good news. Uh, you know, it, it's curious to me in watching uh, the, uh, the inner workings, the inside baseball stuff in Washington, and you tweeted about this today uh democrat leadership pelosi's leadership if you want to call it that brings the house back into session and and here we are what 10 days away from uh from government funding running out and and will you tell us what they what they had as their priorities today you know we're not talking about small businesses we're not talking about covid relief we're not talking about additional testing or vaccine funding we're actually talking about legalizing marijuana and Tiger King. Apparently, uh, it is a pressing issue in the United States that we need to protect um, tigers and lions that are, you know, uh, exotic animals. I'm, I'm just baffled. It's as if she has conceded she will be uh, in the minority in the 118th Congress and is just kind of mailing it in. I don't understand it. Now, this, this is curious, you know, hearkening back to the week leading up to November 3rd, all of the pundits, all of the uh, all-knowing, all-seeing pundits had 27 House seats that they rated as toss-ups. And and of those 27 toss-up seats, uh, remind me, Congressman Timmons, how many did the Republicans win? Every single one of them. Bob. That's Every what I thought. Every single one of them. And, you know, so it's funny. We're all, all arguing over the results of the election and, you know, whether there was sufficient uh, fraud in the election that will result in it being, uh, you know, in re- result in favor of the president. But I think we should start four years ago and we should start with Russian collusion. Mm-hmm. We should then go to impeachment. We should right. talk about the media and their bias. We should talk about the polls, which were outright lies, if not yeah. completely defective. And then we can talk about Facebook and Twitter censoring the president and if you don't if you don't count that as election interference i don't know what is yeah you know um it's amazing uh, the the ancient chinese curse and uh, many of us are cursing uh, the chinese these days for everything from covid-19 to all the consequences thereof 
is uh, may you live in interesting times. God knows we are living in interesting times right now. We are indeed. We are indeed. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to we got a strong freshman class coming in. Um, we got a record number of uh, women, a number of Asian women, a number of uh, young uh, African-Americans. We're going to be doing big things in Congress. And I can promise you one thing. And you can take this to the bank. We will be in the majority in 2023 when we get sworn in. There's no there's no way around it, especially with the speaker wanting to protect tigers and lions and uh, legalize <laughs> marijuana and ignore the small businesses that are suffering and the people all across this country that have been put out of work by the government. And it, it drives me crazy as a conservative to think the government to demand the government to give people money. But the other side of it is if the government's going to force you out of work, they right. have an obligation to then to then take care of you. If the government's going to close your business and tell you that you cannot open your gym or your salon or your restaurant because they want to protect the rest of society, um, you know they they need to then turn around and and make sure that you have food on the table, make sure you have a roof over your head, make sure that you're not getting evicted. So um, it's disgraceful that we have not done something to help the people that have been affected by COVID. But the other side of that is we can't write a $3 trillion check. We got $27 right. trillion in debt, and we're about to have $30 trillion. So we got to be surgical. we got to have a tailored approach that helps the people that are being ad- adversely affected by COVID. And that's what we're going to do. How can Pelosi possibly hang on to the gavel, given the atrocious job that she did uh, in the election just concluded? Uh, I would think that the Democrats would be screaming for her scalp. Bob, the the speaker is the most terrifying woman in the world. I, mean, I believe she, it. She, it, it is, it is honestly, her her she can her eyes pierce into your soul and you cower in fear. And um, <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, in order for her to lose, somebody's got to run against her, and nobody's willing to step up and have their head head chopped off. Yeah, apparently she just uh, she has them buffaloed. Uh, the the Associated Press. Uh, the association, Associated Propagandists reporting this afternoon that Attorney General Bill Barr says he sees no evidence of voter fraud. Uh, I, I have to wonder, Congressman, based on that, uh, is, is the AG just out of touch with current events? Because everything that I see points to enormous voter fraud, especially in the swing states. You know, it seems that there was an intentional effort to rewrite the rules surrounding mail-in voting and how people can vote in the swing states. Um, the Democrats did it intentionally. They did it in South Carolina as well, but the United States Supreme Court eventually overturned them. Right. So, I mean, you know, the question is, we got smoke everywhere. I can give you examples in Georgia, in Pennsylvania, in Wisconsin, in Arizona, in Nevada. There's smoke all over the place, and right now the president's attorneys, his team, they're very well funded, and they're doing everything they can to to fully audit and vet the results to determine what the the outcome of every legal vote being counted and only every legal vote being counted is. And so the question becomes, are they going to be able to find sufficient fraud to overturn uh, the result of the election in those states uh-huh. as, as it currently stands? And so that's what we're waiting on. And, um, you know, I'm doing everything I can to make sure that the president – is, is able to get to the bottom of this because, you know, I want that to happen um, no matter the outcome. I mean, you know, we got to have faith in our elections. If exactly. We don't, we're no better than Venezuela. And yeah, you know, no, yeah. it's, it's unacceptable that you and I, 
who have paid a lot of attention to this do not have faith in the outcome of the election. We have to, I mean, honestly, Congress needs to pass some laws. And I, again, I don't like the fact that a conservative Republican saying that we need to get into, get into the business of states, but California and New York are still, they still have not called elections. We still have, right. um, uh, you know, members in uh, New York, Lee Zeldin, who's up by 68,000 votes, um, and they have not called his race because they're still counting ballots. Where, yep. Why? Why does it take three and a half weeks to count ballots? I don't. I don't get it. I, I don't get it either. Uh, and and one more uh, Republican congressional seat uh, decided today uh, by a slim margin. But you look at what happened in California. Uh, it, it, when you talk about uh, Republicans regaining control of the House and and maybe uh, making gains in the Senate as well next time around when there are not as many seats to defend or. Uh, not not a, not uh, seats that are uh, as threatened uh people people just uh they're they're scared uh they've been driven into uh fear driven paranoia by the media over covid and now this stuff with the election uh it, it, it's just it, it's pretty overwhelming for folks out here right now uh, it, it is and you know I, I was on a call with Senator Perdue uh, last week, and mm-hmm. um, I, I always say, if you give me the rules of the game, I'll play the game and I'll win. But if you change the rules and I play the old game and you play the new game, I might lose. Right. So yeah. Sen- Senator Perdue is creating a ground game to essentially make sure that we have uh, 2.6 million absentee votes turned in before Christmas. If he has 2.6 million absentee votes that he goes out and he gets the Republicans and he gets them right. to get their absentee ballot and he gets them to vote, uh, the election will be done before Christmas. And if there's a snowstorm on January 5th, we don't have to worry about it. So, right. um, you know, again, the, the Democrats intentionally changed the rules in the states that mattered most. And they did it um, with the objective of then using the new rules that they got uh, passed into law. And the crazy thing is, uh, Bob, they did it legally. The yeah. Secretary of State in Georgia entered into a consent decree with the group that Stacey Abrams was, is, is uh, representing, and right. they, changed, they changed the laws. They did it legally. It, it was underhanded, and it was, in my opinion, unethical, but it was not illegal. So, you know, now we're unable to, to verify whether uh, tens of thousands, 100,000 votes are actually from people that voted. And there's all yeah. these irregularities that we're trying to figure out. So, again, we got to we got to get Congress to create some guardrails on the election process to, to increase our faith in the system, number one. But number two, we got to win Georgia. And you have a lot of listeners that are in uh, the upstate, in, in Georgia, in North Carolina, and they're all able to help Senator Perdue and Senator Leffler and make sure we get them across the finish line. Um, this, is, this is incredibly important. If we lose the Senate, um, it's truly going to be the apocalypse. So, yeah, it, um, it certainly will. I'm going down there to help, and I've given money, and everybody needs to do everything they can, uh, make sure everyone votes. Um, we just got to get got to get both those senators in Georgia across the finish line. Yeah, absolutely. That is the the last ditch stand, uh, because uh, we we saw what happened wh- when they did in these various swing states uh, in the presidential election, and you know that they're going to redouble their efforts in Georgia, because if they can have a clear path, control of the House, the Senate, and the White House, uh, God help us all. Um, they would pack the court, they would 
pass unconstitutional executive orders that the packed court would then favorably interpret. And yep. if they could pass any law, they'll pass those laws. And, um, you know, all of our all of our civil liberties, all of our constitutional rights will be um, at risk. And we need to make sure it doesn't happen, because if we have uh, a majority in the Senate, we got a firewall and we will continue to fight and in two years the by if if biden is, is is sworn in the biden administration will gladly give us give us the majority in the house and um we will have uh, multiple candidates that will be very sure to be prepared to to really it, it's it's not winning it's not it's not a winning argument it's it's navigating the the legal minefield that they create by changing the rules of the game in right all these different states at the last minute and yeah because because you know, they using the, well you're right all they did was create the circumstance that made all the fraud possible uh, and and they did that intentionally and yeah, you know, they the did. question is is that is that sufficient to overturn the results and the president's lawyers are going to make those cases and. I'm looking forward to, to, to seeing those arguments made. But um, at the end of the day, Congress needs to fix this problem. We cannot have the uncertainty we have in our election system. We must have faith that every legal vote that is cast counts, and every legal vote uh, means that it came from a person that's registered to vote that is alive and breathing, that is registered <laughs> in the right state, um, you know, that votes within the rules. Uh, yeah. And this is not – partisan it's not partisan at all and um, i'm tired of my colleagues saying that when i i say that you need to present an id to vote mm -hmm. um they, they say i'm racist they say i'm yeah. racist and i just don't right. get it i just yeah. don't get it um we got to have ids to do everything i show an well, id dozens of times a week and you know well, I, I just we can't have maybe 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 you're just tired of civil war veterans voting in uh, 2020 presidential elections congressman you know, that's right. I, I love I love the Internet, the, the Internet meme where it says, when I die, please don't let me vote Democrat. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Congressman William Timmons joining us from uh, D.C. today uh, for our Tuesday with Timmons segment. Uh, thanks, as always, Will. It's good to have you here. Yeah, you have a good Thanksgiving, by the way. I did. It was it was uh, restful. Um, you know, we're back here. I'm just hoping that I, I can have good news in January and tell you that we were able to pass some. Uh, COVID relief to help small businesses that I talk to every day in the district that are still hurting and to tell uh, tell you that we were able to get some additional assistance to the people that are unemployed because the government put them out of work all over this country. Um, I yep. just hope we have good news and we can get some work done here. But um, your Thanksgiving was well? Yeah, it was great. Thanks. I was on vacation and uh, and had a great time and got to uh, decompress a little bit before uh, coming back uh, venturing forth into the maelstrom again. Congressman William Timmons joining us this afternoon. Uh, Will, thanks a lot for your time as always, and we'll talk to you again soon. Great to be with you. See you next month. You bet. 6.50 now, 10 before 7 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Back with the closing minutes here on Tuesday, right after this. A great song written by a really good singer-songwriter by the name of J.J. Kale. Uh, it was on his uh, first album, which is a, a great album, by the way. Uh, he wrote uh, They Call Me the Breeze, uh, which, of course, was uh, redone by Skinner. 
And uh, he also uh, wrote uh, 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 oh, uh, the Clapton song, um, After Midnight. A couple of the tunes that are on that first album. Great stuff. Uh, thanks to uh, Congressman Timmons for his time today. And thank you to, to you uh, for your time today and every way, every day. We don't say that enough, but we greatly appreciate uh, the time that you take out of your life to, uh, to share with us on a, on a daily basis. Uh, bah, 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 in on the text line, uh, Bobby, so is Timmons going to Georgia to stand with Trump? I want to see it. Well, um, it, it'll be interesting. I know that the GOP is pouring at least $20 million in there. and um, A lot of uh, volunteers from uh, the upstate are headed there as well. See you tomorrow. Have a great evening. God bless. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 